This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week podcast. We're talking about Twitter today. Uh, I'm at the head office of Twitter Australia, sitting alongside Susie Nicoletti, Managing Director of Australia. Welcome, Susie. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Um, good. Now, you've been away a little bit on maternity leave. I think we had you on Sky News Business um, not so long ago, just before you left. So it was a pretty short maternity leave, yeah? Uh, It was. It was. I actually have a little bit of flexibility to break up my maternity leave. So Twitter gives 20 weeks and I've I've cut it up. I I wanted to take about 12 weeks or so. um, And now I'm ready to jump back in it. It's great. Uh, it's great to be able to talk Twitter with you. It's one of Media Week's favourite platforms. We do a lot on Twitter. We engage with a, a lot of our audience, and um, it's great being able to get some uh, insights from head, head office, if you like. A fair bit went on recently at the. Um, now I think was this the first time Twitter held its own new fronts? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Now, the big thing to come out of that was a lot of um, what they're calling premium content deals with a whole lot of providers. Now, the, there's a lot of sort of big names like Bloomberg, um, some major US sports, uh, Live Nation. Now, will people in Australia be able to get um, get access to some of that content? Yes, they will. So a lot of the deals that were announced uh, will, in fact, be available here in, in Australia um, one of those most notably is uh, Bloomberg, as an example, where we're going to create a, a 24-7 newscast on Twitter where, where users can, in fact, tune in and get uh, curated content special for our platform. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, will that be the sort of standard Bloomberg feed or will it be a special f- feed just for, um, for Twitter, do you think? Um, it will be a, a, a Twitter curated feed, if yeah. um, okay. essentially that you can find on Twitter when you log into the platform yeah. and you search what's happening. They'll show up as as live. So it's okay. one that is we are building in combination with them on our platform for our platform specifically. Yeah. For people who haven't sort of taken advantage yet, because you've been doing a lot with uh, streaming video on the platform, how does it work? Does it come up in your Twitter feed? And what, should you just open a new window to keep that there, then resume whatever else you're doing on Twitter when you're watching a video like that? Um, yes. Yeah, so essentially, if you come to the platform and and you, you search, uh, you will see a pink bar that says live for anything that is live. If you go ahead and click into it, you can watch the live content. You have the ability to comment alongside um, what is happening uh, from a mobile experience. From a yes. desktop experience, you can see the live portion and also uh, remain active on Twitter in the main interface. Because I think the last time we spoke to you, you were talking about that's one of the... Um, growth areas for the platform, if you like, that that um, streaming video. So what they've been doing so far has been, you know, really good and they've decided to expand on that experience? No, absolutely. So if we think back, if we step back and think uh, about our, our company overall, so we've been around for 11 years and there's been a huge synergy between people watching television and commenting on Twitter. So we brought that together into a one-screen experience, which we kicked off about a year ago with, with our NFL deal. So based on the amazing success we saw in those first two quarters, um, we're now going next level with this as we're, we're looking to become the dependable place people can come to see what's happening in sport, news, entertainment, and esports. So just a couple quick stats about our first year out of the sure. gate. Um, so we have 56 live stream partnerships across the world. Uh, in our first quarter, uh, over 450 events, 800 plus hours of live content. And I think what's what's interesting is we've talked a lot about sport, about you know Melbourne Cup live streaming. 
Um, but we're now starting to branch out, and we're seeing um, the live streams spread onto news, politics, and entertainment as well. The um, Elsewhere in that news space, I think there's deals there with Verge, um, BuzzFeed News, mm-hmm. and um, something called Cheddar. I'm not sure what, what that's about. Do you know much about Cheddar? I do know a little bit about Cheddar. I think it's a live stream from the, uh, it's an hour-long live stream from the opening bell, I guess, on the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of sort of financial news and information, I guess, yeah. But that that's a uh, that's an audience that Twitter's become quite useful for, that um, well, news in particular, but sort of financial news, given you're doing this with Bloomberg, and then this um, opening bell coverage from the um, New York Stock Exchange. Um, absolutely. I think we do try to make sure that we're finding the content that's that's relevant for, by market. So there is that huge financial interest. Um, and here in Australia, you know, we've, we've mentioned big name sports. We also have been broadcasting, um, you know, NRL as an example. So a, a junior international tournament and a junior final um, in esports is actually something in this market okay. that's that's quite, quite popular. So we extreme, we live stream the Intel Extreme uh, Masters event, and um, it was incredibly, it drove an incredible number of, of views on our platform. So we are finding those niche audiences, and we're, we're creating a custom experience for them. Yeah. How does your um, your audience split between between people who use Twitter for, um, for their business, if you like, against mm-hmm. people who sort of use it for entertainment and, and maybe, you know, relaxation, stuff like that? We don't have the the particular, you know, breakout of, of how it's used. I think it's it's where people come again for their their passions, you know, hobbies and, and interests. And in this market, um, the ones that really stand out um, are in fact uh, sports and politics, in particular, with Ospol being our number one hashtag for yet another year. Um, and entertainment is is now a, a new and emerging trend we're seeing as well. So uh, those are the top three. Um, top three breakouts and and whether those are relaxing or or news related is is up to the individual i would say sure what about sort of engaging with the with a a live stream over a long period of time what what's sort of the research telling you that people are prepared to sort of stay and look for a long time or they do dip in and dip out during the event when it sort of suits them or when they're able to um it's too, I'd actually have to ask you, do you know the I specific example? Of, of people who are happy to stick around for a, for a long time was um, the Breaking 2 a couple of weeks ago, which was a huge effort by Nike, a lot oh, okay. of their athletes, to try and break the two-hour the two hour, two hour, um, uh, two hour mark for a marathon. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, people, people were, were more than happy to tune in for that for, for a couple of hours and watch that, um, and watch that chase go on. Yeah, yeah. It's a little insight there from Nathan Berman, who's joined us from Head of Communications, I think, in this territory, aren't you, Nathan? So uh, he, he'll jump in with his, some little stats if we need them during this chat. I think one thing I will add, though, in terms of the impact of live in this market is we're excited from our earnings that our, our monthly active users have gone up for the fourth quarter mm-hmm. um, at an accelerating rate. And Australia's fallen exactly in line with our, with our monthly active users. But our daily active users have actually grown one and a half times faster and we really do see that um, as uh, essentially very very much related to our our focus on this live content strategy Um, so users are in fact a lot more engaged in coming to the platform every day as a result of it yeah yeah just just seems to me too from you know I, i guess we use media week uses twitter sort of professionally but a lot of it's sort of 
for our own pleasure as well. And it's, I guess that's sort of, um, a lot of people cross that line too where they, it's sort of something they use in their business day, but they can also tune into it on weekends and evenings for, 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 for their other um, interests, I guess. Absolutely. I mean, I know I do. I, I like I like to see what's happening and, and be the first to know what's happening uh, in the in the digital space with with digital news. But I'm also a big open water swimmer, so I follow Ocean Swims. I okay. love I love my wine. I like to see what's yep. harvesting over in Napa. Um, it keeps me connected on on both fronts. Yeah. Um, to talk a little bit more about sports. You you mentioned it a, a bit there briefly. Um, a lot of sports in Australia have really found it a useful platform to engaging with their sort of their members, their fans, stuff like that. Um, do you think there's some sort of formal agreements here? Do you think we could be seeing any Australian sports coming on board with um, and, and with sort of tie-ups with Twitter? Um, definitely, I think a lot of our our sporting. Um brands are trying to find ways to give access to their fans to create that connection between their um, their athletes and you know the fan experience um, how, how can they actually amplify this and so that's I think where we're finding the most success and we have a, a very excited exciting roadmap into this space I know a recent example that was was pretty exciting was the women's AFL okay. um, which on its opening weekend garnered more tweets than any other sport in Australia for the 2016-2017 um, season so we are you know we are always interested in, in how we can take that behind the scenes um, content further and faster but we also know that there are niche audiences that are incredibly excited to, to have access as we saw with the women's um, AFL. Yeah and I, I two sports that crop up to me that have done a great job here is I guess Cricket Australia mm-hmm. seem to be doing a lot of good stuff and um, also the AFL yeah. um, seem to use Twitter quite well and the NRL too and I noticed the NRL is building an even bigger sort of media team if you like here so I guess we might see them doing some more exciting stuff in the future. Absolutely yes we're looking forward to seeing what what comes next we just got started with them um, but I think they're now starting to to take things on on their own and and uh, we're excited for the future. Sure. And um, even into like uh, Live Nation, I think they had a, a concert, the first of, um, I don't know, a handful of concerts, a dozen sh- shows over the next year or something. Uh, the Zach Brown Band, I think, was the, the first act on Saturday, US time. The concert was streamed. So that's a sort of a, it's a real attraction, I guess, to people if they can get on there and, and, and see a, a full-length concert. No, absolutely. Um, concerts are our focus area for us, as lo- alongside things like the Billboard Music Awards, because okay. we'll be streaming uh, here in Australia, and uh, we are looking for a, a number of brands to partner alongside with that content locally as well. Yeah, and I guess all these um, these sort of content deals open up opportunities for for um, advertising partners, sponsorships with all these people that you're, you're teaming with. Yes, the ma- the majority of them do absolutely. And what's what's interesting is um, they do open up opportunities. So the Billboard Music Awards, which we mentioned, there's a live streaming opportunity, and there's also um, uh, an opportunity for them to create bespoke content, um, which brands can wrap their um, their ads against. Um, but what the trend we're kind of seeing, which is interesting off the back of all this live stream on Twitter, is that brands are becoming their own content producers. So mm-hmm. you have the likes of a Meyer. Um, they have two big fashion shows a year, and they're starting to put that on. 
on on Periscope, and the last one they did garnered 200,000 views. You have a NAB who essentially um, utilized the hashtag Budget 2017 um, to feature a, a live show with their chief economist, Alan Oster. So brands are kind of tipping this on their on its head to actually produce their own content as they're seeing um, other big content providers come to the platform to, to stream theirs as well. Yeah, and do you have people that go and reach out to businesses? Because I guess you're not just sitting back waiting for them all to come to you, would I be right? That would be correct, yes. So one of our our big focuses for the year, as we mentioned streamlining this business, um, was our partnerships team, um, who is out in market very, very actively working with um, different brands in the news, um, sport, entertainment, and now esports space to help them understand how they can leverage the most of, of Twitter for their businesses, for uh, reach revenue and innovation. And your message to sort of content providers, is it, is it all about video these days? Is that, is that the, you know, does that give you the biggest cut through? I mean, I'm a bit, bit of an old-fashioned guy. I still like my still images and I still like those sort of infographics, if you like. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people now really do seem to be focusing on um, video. It's not any particular format. For Australia, again, this market loves video. So mm. in terms of a percentage of overall revenue in video, we're, we're a global leader in that regard. Okay. Our video view, views grew 35% quarter over quarter from Q4 to Q1. So there's just a huge appetite. So we definitely let our providers know that that's what this market is most excited about. However, um, we like variety. We want to know what's going to resonate with, with an audience, and it doesn't need to all be video. Um, so we definitely work with them on how to be um, innovative and, and interesting on, on multiple types of formats. Yeah, so there's still room for uh, still images and, <laughs> and the old-fashioned infographics and stuff. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. There is yes. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about brand safety. It's been a, a massive issue in the last you know, it's been a real hot topic mm-hmm. given, you know, some challenges both um, YouTube and Facebook have been facing with some of their advertisers. How does Twitter address something like that? Um, we consider our, our video ads to be incredibly brand safe. And the reason for that is um, the brand content, uh, which a brand, excuse me, the content provider content, which a brand can monetize against, is is essentially hand-selected and curated. So a lot of the deals we have in place, um, let's go back to the likes of the Australian Open, um, a brand will sit down and actually work with them directly on the content that's going to be produced, when it's going to be produced, and they jointly agree beforehand on what's going to roll out that a brand can then monetize. So it's a very, very safe um, environment at this point. It's, it's very heavily um, quality controlled. Yeah. And we saw Facebook talking about employing, you know, hundreds more people to sort of review content, things like that on the on their platform. What sort of process does Twitter go through to sort of keep an eye on, on, the, on the streams on and what's sort of running through people's feeds? Yeah. And safety is one of our top priorities for the year. It's something we're going to, we are always focusing on. It is a absolute top priority for this year. Um, a couple of things we're doing on, we do have automated technology to try to identify the types of, of content we do have out on our feed. Um, we're also working harder to identify if, if an account um, that we have taken down for um, misuse of our terms has created a new one. We're getting faster at identifying okay. it's a similar user to, to take that down. Um, and we're doing things like allowing users to, to mute the types of conversations that appear in their timelines. So the user is essentially getting a lot more tools and control over their feed. Right. Okay. Oh, good. Good. Talk to me. Do you have? Um, do you sort of categorize the content that that 
sort of runs through the uh, platforms sort of daily or weekly or, or monthly? Do you sort of, you able to, you, you mightn't share that publicly, but do you sort of know what your sort of your big users, what's attracting audiences in terms of content? Well, at this point, we are, we're continuing to try a number of things and then see what, what resonates. Uh-huh. So for each, you know, Periscope or stream event that we do, we're just essentially assessing what's resonating. Yeah. And there's a lot of surprise and delight. So the Women's AFL, who would yeah. have guessed that would be the sure. absolute number one in terms of, of tweets. So mm-hmm. we're still learning. We're still experimenting. I think for us, um, we're, we're identifying, again, looking at those four key categories of new sport entertainment esports yeah. and producing it on the platform and, and learning from the users in terms of what's what's most interesting yeah, and i guess it's that when you talk about news it's about breaking news too that's what's seen the platform works best i mean just was it last week the um the announcement from buckingham palace about the um mm. prince philip stepping down i know watching both the um Nine Network and the Seven Network. He had their correspondence at the front of Buckingham Palace, but they were both on their both on their phones, looking at their Twitter feed. And when the palace put up the um, announcement on Twitter, that was how people get their news. So it's become a really, really crucial tool, hasn't it, in just disseminating news and getting it out there to people. Absolutely, absolutely. That was a great event, and it was good that uh, people were going to Twitter for the to the actual source of what was happening. I know I was as well. <laughs> Anything that's big in the palace, it's big for me too. So, sure. um, no, absolutely. And you could see people waiting and actually tweeting at the the palace to to uh, announce what had happened. Yeah. Do you sort of um, do you in terms of organisations and you know groups and bodies, whatever? Um, whatever sort of part of uh, the, the, the the Australian sort of makeup, whether they're sort of, you know, charities, not-for-profit businesses, um, groups of people, educational or whatever, are you seeing more of them coming to Twitter and using it? And do you sort of actively out there trying to um, curate those people and get them on board? Um, I don't know that we're particularly targeting a, a demographic of, of person at this point. Um, I think we're focusing a little bit more again on that content that people people okay. do in fact right. like and and want to consume. Um, we do something that that is uh, very important to us here is um, our public policy initiatives. And Nathan, I don't want to throw to you, but I will. <laughs> I know Kara does quite a bit of work, and she was mentioning she's working on a charity, I believe, upcoming. Yeah, so uh, we're working with the uh, the Go Foundation, which is um, Adam Goods and um, Michael Lachlan's oh, yeah. um, uh, from the Sydney Swans, of course. Um, do some work with them around um, the Indigenous round of the AFL in a couple of weeks. Um, so that's certainly something that we're looking at is, you know, what are, what, what are, are they either perhaps um, underrepresented in the mainstream media groups that we can actually help give, give a louder voice to on Twitter. Okay. Um, so we've done some work with Recognise as well in the Indigenous space. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, certainly some of that does involve teaching them how to use Twitter better um, and how to actually amplify their voice a bit louder using, using our platform. Yeah. Okay, good. Good to know. Susie, are there any myths about Twitter that sort of um, that that you could um, explode for us? I mean, you hear people say, "Oh, it's just for um, people who work in the media in sort of inner city areas or things like that." Is that has it gone way beyond that these days? I mean, if I, it was ever just that, I, mean. I think one myth I always uh, some people say Twitter's too hard. 
Uh, and I just want to say it's not. It's mm. quite simple. You right. log in, you open your feed, and you get to see what's happening. And especially with our movement towards live um, and live streaming even, it's, it's, it's one of now going to be one of the easiest ways where you can uh, tune in and, and get you know, very highly customized, you know, very quick uh, snapshot of what's happening in, in the world that you care about today. Mm. And you hear some people say, some people who have been a bit reluctant maybe to, to get on Facebook, they think they're going to be revealing, opening up their lives. But you, you don't have to, do you? I mean, you could just get on Twitter and you don't have to tweet, do you? You just can be sort of um, just a, an observer, an onlooker, yeah? Absolutely. We definitely value our, our listeners. Um, that's that's very, very important to us. So um, on, on Twitter, you can come and you can listen. That's always my, my first piece of advice for brands getting started is, mm-hmm. you know, come in. Uh, we'll help you look at a couple of brands to follow that could be interesting and, and just listen and, and figure out what's valuable for you on the platform. And then we build with them from there. Yeah. I have to ask you about the president of the United States who... Um, who has been doing, I'm guessing, some wonderful things for the platform, and it's becoming, you know, the um, it's the it's the it's the way he seems to be engaging with um, with the voters, with his supporters, with his critics. The way he can easily reach out and um, control his message mm-hmm. without sort of letting people interfere in what he's saying and with what he wants people to hear. Well, it's an interesting one. I mean, politics in general are very, very uh, popular on Twitter. So again, OzPoll, our, our top hashtag um, for for another year in a row here in Australia. Um, and if we think about the audience, we have 90% of our global leaders are, in fact, on Twitter and 180 heads of state. So you have that audience and the platform's really designed for people to come and share an opinion and for that to be discussed you know, with other global leaders um, alongside the public as we you know, discuss and debate what we think of things. What makes Trump so popular? Yes, this is authenticity. There's no questions that, you know, is his, is his staff writing this? It's 100% Trump. Mm. And I think that unfiltered voice is what's so interesting to people. So it, it is, you know, he does utilize the best of our platform. He gets a message out there, and it is, in fact, discussed and debate, debated quite frequently. Yeah. And while we sort of, you know, note Donald Trump, we shouldn't overlook Malcolm Turnbull, who's been, you know, a long-time user of Twitter as well, hasn't he? He's been quite an advocate. Absolutely, absolutely. We do put a, a big focus on on having all of our politicians um, regularly using the platform. And I want to say it was Tony Abbott that did uh, live Q&As, am I not mistaken? We also, you know, sort of, uh, just after the budget yes. uh, last week, um, BuzzFeed, um, okay. interviewed Scott Morrison um, and that was broadcast live only on Twitter uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah and uh, a lot of TV shows do very well out of it I know particularly you know the ABC's Q&A seems to engage with a lot of people every Monday night yeah. through through the, the platform and um, a lot of shows seem to be able to use it successfully to help build their audiences as, as part of their you know marketing process if you like Absolutely. So yes, Q&A, we're very excited to, to have them um, utilizing the platform. Um, and another one is, you know, maybe My Kitchen Rules, which which um, does in fact create highly curated content and pushes it out on the platform um, to give everyone just a little bit of a, a taste of the highlights and some behind the scenes footage. So sure. another great example of, of TV shows using it. Yeah. And I think SBS would probably do a lot of good work too. They don't have the resources always maybe to, yeah. to, to spend on... on um, big-time advertising, if you like, but the Eurovision on the weekend was a good example of how they can engage with a lot of their viewers uh, on the Twitter platform. 
Oh, definitely. That's always one of my favorite hashtags to follow of the year. <laughs> uh, it really, really is. But they put so much into their commentators, mm-hmm. as an example, and, and the humor, uh, the humor there. And, and Twitter, you know, opens that up and lets everyone comment and and have kind of their go at what's happening on the TV. Sure. Okay, so I mean, apart from these content deals, what sort of things can we look forward to maybe this year? Have you got sort of many enhancements to the to the system? Um, are we any sort of updates on where you know 140 characters? Any anything to report there? Um, so essentially, we have made a couple different changes uh, with our Explore tab. Is is a, a recent one. Um, and it makes it easier to see what's happening. So we brought together our trends, our moments, and, and search and live into one mm-hmm. interface. Um, we are trying to work harder on our notifications. So when people step away from the platform, you get a sense of, of what's happened while you've been away, and it gets you reengaged. And the big focus for us, um, we are absolutely continuing to focus on live and, and video, as we mentioned, but it's going to be direct message uh, APIs. And so... Um, that's more in our customer service space. So if we think about the large majority of customer service questions um, that are fielded by call centers uh, are the same. And what we're doing is we're looking to create real-time automated ways to get that information back to the to the user. So Transport for New South Wales was one of the first pilots where you could, in, in fact, see uh, if your train was going to be late uh, okay. by simply tweeting in. So we're working with a lot of brands at the moment uh, for Twitter as a utility um, to see how we can we can enhance um, their customer service efforts. Right, okay. Is it, um, it, it must be virtually all all mobile phone almost these days, Twitter, is it? There, there are a few holdouts still on desktop and stuff. I guess people in their offices, obviously, but I mean, is, do you know what sort of percentage it would be sort of um, mobile devices or, or smartphones? 90% oh, of, wow. yes, okay. is yeah. in fact now done on, on mobile mobile phones. Uh-huh. And do you have a split on sort of um, iOS and Android or... Roughly, or no? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe it's, I believe it's more available to Android because a lot of the emerging markets um, are Android users. Yes. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's what it is. Sure. Sure. All right, so we can sort of these um, content deals are going to roll out, I, I guess, over the, the remainder of this year. Um, and what's a good what's a good sort of Twitter uh, account to follow for constant news. Is it is it Twitter AUS? Uh, Twitter, is, is that Twitter, Twitter AU. Twitter, Twitter, sorry, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter AU. AU. Yep, and you can also follow at Twitter Sports AU to keep up with the latest sports. Uh-huh. And uh, Twitter Marketing AU. Yes. Yeah. Twitter MK uh, TG AU. <laughs> right, and that gives you some of the sort of commercial um, exactly. angles on, on sort of good work being done, initiatives being done. For people who are interested in yeah, best practice and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. All right, uh, Susie, look, we might leave it at that. Anything else you wanted to add that we sort of didn't cover off? Um, I think we got to everything today. Yeah. yeah. All right. But, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much. We're very excited. I'd say, you know, a lot of what we, we talked about six months ago is, is starting to come to life. You sure. know, we have users growing, we have engagement growing, we have a lot of content, um, video and, and live deals on the horizon, so we're looking forward to the future. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, thank you for your time, Nathan. Um, thanks for your insights uh, when called upon there, and it um, be great to catch up with you guys again sometime soon. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely.